0: you found
1: the go good-
2: Welcome, everyone, to season two, episode number nine of the PlayStation Collector podcast. And tonight we have Retro Gem Collector on the show. Welcome, Azam.
3: Hey, hey, everyone. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, really excited to see how this is going to go. Very cool, man. Thank you
2: so much for coming on, man. So, for everyone listening, tell us um, who you are, man, and uh, about your collection and what you do.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, my name is Arjang. I'm 37 and I'm from uh, Canada, Victoria, BC. Um, so I've been like into collecting like on and off since uh, for about like 20, 25 years. However, uh, in summer of 2014, that's where I actually started like seriously collecting. And uh, I was following up like um, uh, a sale that I have done because I'm, I'm, I'm in the Navy. Uh, and we were like uh, in Hawaii. And then over there, I saw like a retro game collector, a uh, retro game shop. And that's where like I got the, uh, I got, like, got the, uh, the bite there. And I was like, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. And as soon as I came back, I bought myself like a couple of consoles that I used to have before, like N sixty four, the Dreamcast, and the NES. And then ever since it's been uh, like history. Uh, so yeah, uh, and yeah, that's a quick. That's cool. Used to it, yeah.
4: So is that and kind it, of where you started, like rebuilding your childhood stuff. You yeah, were, pretty you much. Yeah, because
3: yeah, I grew up. I'm originally from Iran. So where, when I was growing up back home, uh, it was still like uh, during the war. And it was like uh, following like some of the sanctions and stuff. So we weren't getting much electronics. So anything game or like, like secondary and tertiary in people's minds. So uh, I do remember the very first console that I got was like an Atari 2600. Like, hell yeah. Of, like kids back then. The
0: and best, then dude. my uncle <laughs> gave me,
3: yeah, uh, out of like the blue. Like, so he was, he was also like into gaming. He literally like, loves gaming. He gave me like a Vectrex. And that's a, like a oh, more cool. like, uh, like you know, more obscure like system or whatever. So that's pretty much what I played with uh, for the first like 10 years. That was uh, I was in back in back home in Iran. And then when we moved to Canada in about 97, that's where I started like, you know, getting all those consoles for all those years that I never had. So I got myself a Super Nintendo. I got a whole bunch of NES game that I usually like used to read in magazine back home. That mm. were, Like, you know, just imagine yeah. how those games could be so I could like, like easily like play them and then, uh, yeah, so that's that's how like my whole like uh, an interesting game started. Like, pretty much, like every other boy from that. I'll point. be honest, I'm a little
4: jealous. Imagine like you come in and see getting to like see the NES like for the first time in like 96 97, like the whole yeah. library. Did you buy it? Start collect? Oh man, you should have bought it. Going to Funko Land. You could have bought the whole set for like eight bucks, man. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: I know. So
3: funny, funny thing. Uh, when we arrived here, we arrived here in '97. So by then, I think N64 was already out about a year, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. By then, in in uh, in Canada, uh, US, uh, same as uh, with US. Uh, I remember um, being in a um, uh, what's it, Toys R Us, because we still have Toys R Us here. But that was my first time walking in Toys R Us, and there had a sales bin. And in that bin, there was like three copies of Earthbound. And I didn't know what it was. So I just bought myself an Earthbound for like $15. <laughs> and I'm kicking myself forever not buying the two others in that bin. I'm still, I still have that, uh, that 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 copy with me uh, from then. But yeah, so it's crazy. Everything we all crazy have those haunting memories.
2: That's awesome about. that you got it in the first <laughs> place, though. Yeah, yeah, I know.
3: And I didn't know what it was. So I was just, oh, it's a big box. So it's funny. And I just had it. Like <laughs> I just had bought it. Uh, SNES from uh, flea market because uh, uh, yeah my parents didn't want like pay a like, full price for a brand new console back then so it was like I got it from flea market pretty cheap and yeah for fifteen dollars and I was to be honest I didn't like the game because I had not uh, I haven't been like exposed to too many of like uh, turn based kind of JRPG mm-hmm. so it kind of like I was turned down a little bit by it but I then I replayed it about two or three years later that's where I actually started appreciating it and yeah.
4: I feel like a lot of people have that experience with earthbound the first time they played it they were like what the hell is this and like especially as a young kid yeah it's it was very dissimilar to anything else i feel so like it's it confusing experience so like like you know if you weren't expecting a quirky weird americanized looking jrpg it's this weird game yeah. you know what i mean i can see that being off-putting but Again, like you said, most people they they play it again as they get older. Once they're used to the genre a bit, and they're like, This is a masterpiece. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's <laughs> I know yeah. I see how beautiful
2: it is for what it is now. It's like, why isn't yeah. there a westernized sequel to it?
3: <laughs> I don't know. It's to, to these days baffles me like all this, like they, they keep giving excuses of I don't know why they don't want to make it or even a remake, a proper remake. It. Well, Mother Free has
2: been van translated that many. Yeah, the yeah. They can just do it at this point.
3: I don't know. Sick game, sick, sick game, yeah.
2: I'd love to hear more about um your experience collecting I'll oh, experience growing up in Iran. Um mm. how did you um, buy games then? Were they um, a lot of like um, pirated games? They so there you go. People? Yeah.
3: So over there, uh, I, I do remember uh, for NES, uh, there were those games. I think the console was a Russian made console called Micro Genius or Micro. So back back in Iran, everybody knew NES as the Micro. And yes, all the games were like, pirated and copied version of like the normal nes game the cartridge i uh, from what i remember used to look like more famicom like console uh, like famicom uh, cassette not the large cassette the nes cassette we had uh but for the mega drive uh well genesis here mega drive there that was uh, totally different over there uh it, it, it was actually sorry it was actually the same but full of pirated like uh, obviously like uh, cartridges and stuff because first of all like Iran didn't have, like, I think uh, because of sanction, nobody was really selling to them directly. So Iran had to pass through all these, like, hoops and everything. Yeah.
2: so no, I can imagine it would have been. been really hard <laughs> yeah. to um, yeah, import anything, let alone video games yeah. and different things like that. And, like, a lot of countries were very similar. Like, Brazil didn't get video games until, like, late into the 2010s yeah. and different things like that. So it's good to hear that, like, people were still playing games in those countries in these times oh yeah
3: and it was crazy and i do remember a lot what we used to have so since the consoles were pretty like scarce and pretty expensive so what we used to have was this called these clubs so like uh, these owners had like a couple of like consoles and a couple of like old Commodores and stuff and you would go there pay kind of by hour and just play games there Oh, okay. they kind well, of don't cool. don't really have the equivalent here. It's kind of like an arcade, kind of kind of an arcade, but with actually with actual consoles. So that was a lot of people's first like interaction with games back home. That was through these kind of clubs, yeah.
2: They've, They've actually got things games. in Europe that are opening up now that are like um, PS5 bars and you go in and pay like $25 okay. for an hour and you get to play PS5, any game you want to play. And reminds me of that. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: okay. That. So th- those kind of evolved. And now in Iran, there is a lot of those as well. How well like, you can have like, you know, this coffee shop that you can go and sit and play video games and stuff like on, on PC. So they evolve into that right now. But it's this this practice is pretty popular in Iran. Because of the price of being so high, and then you know, you know, you, you can like lots of people cannot afford like 60 seventy dollar games, and then uh, you know, translated in Iranian money is like out of uh, like it's, it's like some some people cannot really afford that. So that's that's the uh, basically that's how people like go and like have fun with video games and discover video games.
2: Yeah, that that's interesting that it is so expensive because I know um, like Turkey for example, the price of PlayStation games is adjusted to their currency so if you like change your psn to like a turkish psn you can buy brand new games for like 10 us mm-hmm. dollars because that's the turkish lyrics so it's, it's interesting to hear that iran isn't like that and they still have to pay
3: no because turkey right. it, uh, turkey uh, they are they don't have sanctions on right right now because of the actual sanctions even to yep. this state uh, especially like microsoft that's that's a given like sony is a little bit like more lenient like it they allow come, i'm like having at least have some like your account but because of the, because of these sanctions, like that's the thing, you cannot have an account made in Iran. It doesn't, they don't, they don't recognize it. So what people have to do, they have to create an account from like outside. And sometimes like the other issue that Iran has is because they don't have like kind of free internet. So they have to pass through VPNs and stuff like that. So their internet is already at a very slow speed. So then they have to add a VPN on top of that. So can, you can imagine like something that for us, you know, it's given like we we like, preload a game and download like a hundred gig game, like in about an hour or two hour over day it can takes up to like a week or two just to have one. Yeah. You're
2: playing online with someone from Iran. They've jumped through a lot of hoops to get. Oh, to oh yeah.
3: Point. And then all those like, uh, you know, especially like a lot of them love like playing Fortnite, like everybody else, but they're, uh, they're ping and they're like, uh, yep. you know, like, uh, like lost data, like packages. It's, it's through The roof, but you know, even despite all of that, they try, you know, just,
4: yeah, they like still want to play anyway. yeah, yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. did you guys have like an, a lot of Sega Master System stuff over there too? Uh, but- yes,
3: Sega Master System was there. So, Sega, uh, so whatever reason, Nintendo was very like difficult with their like license and stuff, so that's why we had that, that micro genius kind of say clone console. But for Sega, we had like most of the most of the console from the back. Um, Master System was not super popular. So it's really with Genesis and Mega Drive that they actually took up. But I do remember um, Master System. As a matter of fact, my first JRPG that I've ever experienced was uh, on that system was, uh, was that? The, it's uh, Vanish Star? yeah fantasy star exactly yeah oh, the hoping, that's the best
4: story. one so i was hoping
3: it was that one yeah I, I actually have a copy of it now like because i like oh. tried to, like i finally tried to like beat it like uh, without an emulator on the system it's, it's hard it's um, like one of my favorite games of all
4: time like, yeah most so, most nostalgic games of my life seriously okay oh yeah I, <laughs> fantasy star on the master system is literally one of my favorite games of all time for
3: sure yeah so, yeah, my, my very first, like, that's what I'm saying, my very first GRPG, that's what I, like, actually, like, just and there. Uh, me too. Um, yeah? Me too. Um, and then I no, played yeah.
4: Nintendo, and I thought Dragon Warrior sucked. I was like, oh, yeah, the graphics are Warrior, sh- yeah. crap compared to the superior <laughs> Master System graphics of Fantasy Star. This is, like, you know, seven-year-old cringy me. But, like, yeah. yeah. But now I love Dragon Warrior too. Like I oh, love I, 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 I love it. I love all of them. Yeah, all me
3: too. but it's still like the first one. I still I like, can like play it. Like I try it, but mm.
4: it's kind of man. Yeah, I like. I actually love three the best. Everyone loves four, but I like three the best. I mean,
3: I, I, my means backward I like two, three, and four. Like in that, in that, mm-hmm. like thing because Did, like one again it's it left such a bad taste that i couldn't really
4: but you could beat one in like two hours I think. yeah
3: oh well, yeah <laughs> and i didn't pay for it i got it like for free like actually one of my friends got it for free in one of those nintendo power thing i think it was a free mm-hmm. game at the beginning because they want to show how jrpg uh, works like to like westerner i guess so they can that the, um, game for free, yeah.
2: You could say the same for the Final Fantasy series. You know, the first couple of games you could beat in a few hours, and then it wasn't yeah, until exactly you got cool. like six where it was like, "All right, this is a life-changing experience."
4: Yeah, so good, dude. But yeah, mm-hmm. I loved Master System. I played Ease and Miracle Warriors and Galvalias and Fantasy Star. That's where I like RPGs, that sort of like. That's
3: where you started from. Okay, oh, well, yeah. that's that's big cool. time. Yeah, me for me, like yeah, the JRPG mainly like. They picked up on the SNES, so like, like, I
4: I did you know. play Ultima on the Atari, if you want to count that. But that was yeah. like, I was like, I had, my, I needed my older brother's help. When I was so little, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, can read and shit. I'm like, what am I doing? He's like, hey, go <laughs> here and do this. But I did play that. Those games are amazing too. Yeah, I had the big floppy drive with the the discs. Like the game was like on seven floppy yeah. discs. Yeah, <laughs> it like it was. So I was. A, oh, that, that's thing.
3: that's crazy. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
2: awesome and as a number you started serious collecting playstation in 2014 if it lasts yeah. for nine years what's your collection grown into <laughs> <big deal? laughs>
3: so here's the thing like i always have thought about like uh i've never like been into like collecting the quantity so i really went by like quality that's actually what's quality to me like there is some games that like people find it garbage, but I love it. So I have like mm-hmm. memory with it. Like uh, what was that on PlayStation Three? When Venetica when Venetica. Oh yeah, Vinnie.
2: Yeah, another one you're talking about. Yeah,
3: yeah. I love that game. It's like the game is broken. It's a mess, but I just love it. Like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So that's that's how like pretty much started. So yeah, I just went for mainly for everything that I remember. I had like any any memory with when i i grew up like especially like playstation that's where i actually kept uh, getting more and more like of those rpgs so like on uh, playstation one the majority of what i have is just like rpg games and then uh, yeah same thing for ps2 ps2 i didn't have it as much because by then i was uh, by ps2 i was uh, in that area i was like more playing on pc so i was like uh, a little bit like Went off of console like I was like wanted to play like, you know, PC masters and everything. Oh, I had we, like- all, I, I-
4: we had that. We all had that part of our lives. <laughs> yeah, as I know. Well. <laughs> and, I'm <kind> of-
3: <laughs> and I'm kind of a little bit sad because like I missed out on good games on like PS2 and GameCube. Uh, but hey you know
4: (laughs) that's i same thing happened to me for ps3 man i was addicted to wow during like that whole generation generation so i played a little ps3 and xbox 360 with my friends but i never owned those consoles so uh Uh,
0: that's but now
4: it's still dope because i went back and now it's like you can go back and experience the library it's still really fun but
2: yeah well i I,
4: I would say they're not going to disappear but we'll get into that later on yeah I would Except rather all games are gonna disappear though. <laughs> I would rather have played a hundred PS3 games than PS3 wow games, for two yeah. years for sure. But, <laughs> but it's then, all right. And
3: then it was funny because yeah, so I, I like uh, it's like what was that fifth gen? I was like into console, sixth gen I was kind of like, you know, that's not for me, I prefer like PC and stuff. And then for the seventh gen, I I I I, I don't know why, I just wanted that PS3. So and actually like PS3 was the first console. It's it's actually my favorite my favorite console of all time, I guess. Like you know, I think Figsy you know about it, but for you, Joel. Yeah, it's my f- favorite console of all time, mainly because that was the first console that I bought with my own money, and not only that, I had to wait in a line for about three days, like two days to uh, get it because that was oh, that's like, exciting yeah. Yeah, that's so exciting. just the memory like that goes with it, mm-hmm. and yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah it's, ever since, like, that came, that uh, console was announced, you know, with that, like, weird, like, boomerang, like, uh, controller thing. Yeah, The bat like, ba- Batarang have... or whatever. The ring, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I really have to have Braille, it. And, uh, and it all just kicked off from
1: there.
2: Yeah,
3: all kicked off, the, you know, the whole HD. Because I was with the computer and, like, being an engineer, I was, like, geeking around, like, oh, and I have HDMI and 1080p and all those stuff and then Blu-ray and everything. So this whole oh, thing, dude. like.
4: Yeah. The OG release PS3 was a beast, dude. It did everything. Yeah. It's got like fucking flashcard memory <laughs> slots and stuff. Like, what the? It's got everything. Sony was losing money on that thing, weren't they? It was costing more to produce than what they were selling. It. Oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah. They were losing the with Yeah, on
3: yeah on. and they were
4: selling it for like six hundred bucks or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I remember Double my buddy compatible. Oh my god. Yeah. My buddy he coughed up for that, and you know it was so sick, dude. It was a media center. We were watching. Movies on it, music, gaming—like it was like the first time. Like your console was like your media hub in your room, like that. Like I don't know, describe it. It became like part of his computer setup and everything. I was like, we're in the future, boys. Yeah, yeah. Free online. (laughs) That was sick, though. Yeah.
3: That every time I'm thinking about it, I was like, "Mm, why we don't get more of these now? But.
2: Well, you got to play online these days. It's like, oh, I haven't got PSN at the moment. Do I want to play ten dollars to like maybe get in the game?
4: <laughs> I had a charge come out this morning because I forgot to cancel mine last month, and I haven't used it. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> yeah. what happens to me. Is they I always forget about the recurring charge, and it's like, got you for another year. I'm like, ah, oh, all right. <laughs> well, I'll remember next year. No. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> and I, I use we'll it to play. uh Online and stuff like it's cool. Like, I was playing the new Quake 2 re release online, pretty fun. I don't know if anybody's played that. It's very I haven't awesome played it, but I heard good things about it. Super cheap if you want like the digital copy, it looks like 10 bucks and um, looks awesome. And you can uh, play it online with like eight people, do like deathmatch and all that stuff.
0: Okay, it's really fun.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, super cool. I mean, it's it, it, if you're an old boomer, I guess, and you like <laughs> old yeah. FPS games, but it's I don't think it's funny. It's a good time, kiddos. You should give it a try. <laughs> I was a Doom gamer.
2: I never played Quake, to be honest.
4: Oh, bro. Quake was so edgy, dude. The first one, Trent Reznor did the soundtrack, man. It was like so dark and like it was a badass game, man. Quake one Quake Two, uh, I mean, if you play it now, you won't think so, but it was the it looked um amazing when it came out man like i remember that game and i was seeing it and just being like graphics would never get better than this is one of those things you know playing on like a really nice pc back then um ah oh, dude it looks so good loved it um but yeah not I me mean, now it looks like <laughs> it's pretty bad but that's all right you know doesn't matter about the the charm my girlfriend heard me play it for like 20 minutes and she's like what is with these sound effects because it's so old school it's like just only like the whole time it's just people grunting and shit but there's a the version
3: the right now on game pass i was playing it playing it a couple a couple of weeks ago i don't know if that's the same or not i think it was quite a quick too
4: That just Um, came out, so you might have just came out. Okay, yeah, I think they gave maybe they they probably did give it away for free on Game Pass. I wouldn't be surprised. Makes sense.
2: Xbox do that these days, yeah. Okay, if it's gonna go to Game Pass, it's from day one and they don't wait 12 months or anything.
4: Okay, gosh, I don't know, it was something like that. I didn't even own a PC back then. I got spec like I only got to PC game at my friends' houses. And I remember like going up people's houses and just being like, like sitting up and just playing Starcraft and Diablo 1 and Quake 2 and all these games for like hours at my friend's house. So I'd just be like, dude, you could leave. I don't even give a damn. I was going to sit here and play Diablo for all yeah, day. Like, loved it. It was like a luxury to have like a nice. Yeah, I remember for, for
3: Diablo time. 2, um, was it 98 when it came out? Around 98, 97? I'm, I'm not really sure. Around that area, I remember like the demo was coming out, and we had um, uh, we had this like f- line internet. So uh, I had like uh, you know and dial up. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was on that, and I had like the whole thing. We remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I had set up the whole thing. I had, I removed like the I removed all the phone everywhere in the home. So I was like make sure nobody like <laughs> used the phone because I wanted to download I wanted to download the the, the freaking
4: demo. I was like... <laughs> yeah, if you had a, know, a sister, really you were really. screwed, man. She's, oh, I know. <laughs> no respect. They don't give a damn. No, I mean, it was I'm probably like a 100 megabyte download that you were doing or something so small, too. <laughs>
3: yeah, I remember. It was like on for about a good like two days. And then after, my dad was like, yeah, get the hell out of there. I need to use the phone. So I was like,
2: oh. Remember the on-peak and off-peak data times, like having to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning? Do in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I used to download all my music and it'd be like 5 a.m. and dad would wake up. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, just download music. I've <laughs> got full gig tonight. <laughs> it's
4: amazing. Oh, good times. Yeah, man. She got to do what she got to do. Something yeah. Like, um, dude, I don't know. Like I said, I remember back then just it was hard being a PC gamer for me because like. You know, my I, I always had these potatoes for computers. Like I would get a my parents buy a computer, but you know, they wanted to just be able to print you know, word docs. So it would always be garbage. Basically. And so like, you know, half the time if I'd get a game, it wouldn't run or it just would be like garbage and just be like depressed about it. So but Yeah,
3: like most of the computer we ever had, because my my parents like work a lot with computer was well always Mac. You can run crap on those. We couldn't do anything in so those. I was always <laughs> okay. like, yeah. yeah. I and mean, I just remember in two thousands, like there was that little, uh, the the government was getting giving um, like um, all the families like uh, a uh, a few money, uh, a little bit amount of money for them to like have like buy a computer for educational purposes. And that was like our first like, real computer that I had, like a PC, and uh, yeah, and that that was around the same. Like uh, that's what I was saying, like around like sixth gen consoles. I didn't really bother because now I had a PC and it could actually run games like 10, 20 FPS, but it could actually run games. So I was like pretty Mm -hmm.
2: happy. (laughs) No, I was the same. I always had a computer that couldn't run the games that I wanted to play. So it was like be in the early 2000s and I'd be playing like early 90s PC adventure games and different things like that. But it didn't matter when you were young playing video games. You you were just happy to play anything.
3: I know, Mm -hmm. I know. I feel like, I feel back then our standards were so much lower, or but we still we had much much fun, much more fun than now. Now everybody's so like uh, preoccupied, like what's the graphic, like what's, you know, what's like the, what's mm-hmm. the pixel count, what's the FPS. But back then we didn't care about any of that. Like I remember, like I, I play some of my game on N64, that thing runs for like 12, 13 FPS. But back in the day, I never like bothered with any of that. Yeah, but right now you put it, well, it's game in front of me. I'm like, "What that crap?"
2: We were definitely more appreciative too. Of, um, yeah, look at, like, like demos. I used to get a demo disc and play every single game on there, watch all the movies. These days, demos are free. I don't download them.
1: <laughs> you know, know.
2: They're like they're giving us this stuff, but you know, back before you had to buy it, and you just appreciated it so
4: much more. Yeah, I think going along for the whole progression of it all made a huge difference too, because like I. Like I can remember when a PS1 game was like <laughs> blow me away, like the cutscenes in you know Resident Evil or the cutscenes in Final Fantasy 7 were at the time freaking amazing, like absolutely mind blowing. Like I was like I can't believe how good this is. You yeah. Know? And then you know now it's like no, <laughs> it's so not. But at the time it really was. So like you did enjoy it and you could appreciate it. And I feel like. I don't know. It just it doesn't matter like and it it it, it and it's weird too because like they are making games now. Like that's a thing, you know, people want to play Bloodborne on PS1. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, it's because or, and it, or or a perfect example it's like the Silent Hill remakes on PS3 are worse than the PS1 and PS2 versions or whatever. it's just, it's just like not as good. Like the older crappier ones feel better yeah like they look it it makes it better like i don't know crash bandicoot games
2: were redone but they had they because the controls were done for the ps1 where it didn't have the analog stick they had to make a decision do we change it or do we keep the original one in so it's like it's not going to be the same you know where you're trying to make a game that was 20 years old just make new games
0: (laughs) yeah
4: (laughs) yeah well the hd remaster cash grab
3: and it's, that's like i mean like i don't know later i'm going to talk about it but that's again like se- seven generation i was super into gaming but come around like the agent i really didn't like it i think it's my least favorite of all generations so far because it was generation of remake and remasters like honestly i didn't it wasn't not one game that was like really like made me like yeah all the souls games was amazing and everything but uh it wasn't it wasn't a generation that like kind of marked me as as like seventh gen did or like maybe the fifth gen- generation did i don't know how do you guys feel about that though
2: no i agree with you there I, I would say that the ps4 library is amazing but it's games that my favorite games are all like oh it's a remake of a ps3 version or it's a trilogy that was on ps1 or something like if you just look at new ps4 games you know elden ring maybe the dark souls games bloodborne yeah. but i can't think of many more <laughs> And then Not- you've got all the negatives, always online. You put the game in, it needs an update from day one. Oh, this game needs a 10-hour download to play. Like, there's so many things yeah. that we didn't have back in even the PS3 era. It's crazy.
3: Yeah, especially at the beginning of PS3 era. Like, that was so good. Like, you have the disc, there were no patch, day one patch and stuff. And then uh, little by little, they figured it out. Let's give an unfinished game and then we'll build it up over time. And those sucker yeah, are like, a really cool um, thing. Yeah. It
2: initially went from just patching games and improving them after. Because, you know, there's broken games on PS2 that can never get fixed. So yeah. patching games is good. But then it got into, we can release broken games and patch them later and get later, the money yeah. first. Yeah, you
3: don't have to finish the code, don't worry. Just release it like that. And then later on, when we have, like, you know, we got all the money and if we have time, then we're going to release a patch. Like, And that's, 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 that's actually basically what left a very bad taste in my mouth from the 8 gen i still like enjoyed it i like got like i still have like the xbox one x here in front of me i have the playstation 4 pro and everything i enjoyed the game and one of the reason i haven't jumped in the 9 gen is because somehow some of the games that i still want i can still play them on the 8 gen so we'll see how it's going to go from here cuz i do really want to get the ps5
2: it's only really started that this year we're getting ps5 exclusives like okay. final fantasy um yeah, 16 cool. the ps5 exclusive they, prior to this year like all the games are still coming out on ps4 as well so it wasn't the big incentive to upgrade but also PS5s were sold out, and now they're not sold out. So maybe Sony, like, maybe that's now that you can buy the PS5, we're going to sort of slow down with the PS4 production and things like that. Yeah,
3: I was I was also thinking, like, getting, like, when I get the PS5, because I apparently it's completely backward compatible with PS4, so I can... Yeah,
4: there's play. about 10 games that don't play on it. They
3: don't play well? Okay, yeah. i can just get rid of my...
4: Yeah, that's PS4 a small list. There's a couple, like, PSVR games that don't work right. Okay. A couple of limited-run titles and nothing... That you're yeah, be like I really uh, want to play this. <laughs> you know, if you want, you could keep a PS4 Slim line around yeah. just for those ten games if you really need to. Um, so one thing I would, I, I'd feel like, um, I don't know, maybe I feel like all the generations had like a distinct vibe to them, a style to them, and then this PS4 generation is just so eclectic and all over the place, and the indie scene exploded and it's just like this big mishmash of what's on steam and what's on switch and what's on ps4 it's that's it's not i I don't know it's like way harder to look at a game and just see a game and be like that's a ps4 generation game or i feel like you could do that way easier with all the other generations like i could look at a ps1 game like that's a ps1 game or ps2 game ps3 maybe i don't know some you know ps4 orangey look to it It could be ps4 could be bloodborne could be stardew valley could be freaking you know what i mean it could be like it's just all over the place uh it could be you know curse of the moon looks like castlevania i don't it's so it's hard to say like what i don't know but as far as like a collector goes uh i think it will be definitely like one of the more collectible generations for a long time just because of the massive amounts of, amount of quality safety. stuff that is in the library yeah it's like four vs bs4 games right now or something crazy like and so like i have like you know over a thousand and i think they're all like actual solid titles like i it's not i've filtered down okay. my collection a few times so
3: one thing that both of you mentioned, like that, um, the, the the you know the kind of the explosion of all these like indie games. So I remember like that, uh, what was it, limited run? I mm-hmm. bought their f- first like sixty games. Like I was like every every like Friday, I think they were releasing just like six in the morning, like just click and like buy it, and like I kind of kind of burned out of, out of that. And that's kind of what I was saying. Like you know, other generation, I would like buy the game. Not necessarily because it's like collectability, because I really liked it. And if it happened that it was collectible, good, good for me. Like I loved all the horror games on PS2, and I kept all my horror PS2 mm-hmm. games, and now they worth crazy amount of money now.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: on PS, uh, when on PS4, I was just buying, just you know, and I felt like they were trying to, you know, um, hit you with like you know, in your collector sites and like just like oh, get yeah. money out of you. But at the end, after the 51st like that I bought and I like sit down and I played them and I was like, this is not me. Like, that's not the game that I want. And that's kind of that's that was kind of at the beginning of like, you know, for me like to, to go down the hill. And then from time to time, you know, like a Souls game would come in and then like a of War was there. and I was like, yeah, good. Or like Horizon. But generally speaking, that's what I'm saying. Like, I felt that they were trying to do a lot of cash grab with it, either these collector sets or with like this remake and, re, mm-hmm.
4: you know. Oh, they yeah. came for your money. They yeah figured, they figured us out didn't they
3: i so, know i know and i
4: kind yeah, of uh, that yeah.
3: i wasn't mad at them i was mad at myself being like so dumb like you know i was
4: just no 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 i think your experience is a lot of people's experiences yeah. there's a lot of people who are into collecting and they were into it and at first it was really cool and it was really fun and then after a while they were like i'm being abused stop this why is this <laughs> now it's like three collector's editions a week you want me to buy like I and it's like okay this has just gotten outrageous and, and it, there's seven companies doing it now it's not easy yeah exactly it. it's, and it, it's just you can't keep up unless you are literally devoting fifty thousand dollars a year to collecting you're not keeping up with all the stuff that's coming out and i'm not, I'm not
3: yeah so that. that's the point like i so said they may be collectible but there is no guarantee that another company doesn't print the same game and it happened a couple of games oh, that happened. will get printed by other companies as well Okay. And that's that's and the other thing that kind of I wasn't really happy about it, but, you know, and then, you know, maybe that's, you know, it was my, you know, I was gullible, like thinking of that. I remember like the, their very first game, um, uh, limited runs. Saturday uh, morning RPG. No, before that, that's that was their second.
2: Oh, the Veto um, on Breach and Clear.
3: Yeah, Breach, Breach and, clear. and Clear. So they were like there is like a thousand or fifteen hundred of that. But for years after you could like see like brand new one being sold on eBay. And I'd like, and then down you down. would like, you would just yeah. remember, like, did they really like release fifteen hundred? Maybe they're like fucking printed. Sorry about that. Maybe they pr- printed like three thousand of them, and then just little by little, they're just selling mm-hmm. them here and there. And that's where like I kind of felt duped, and like you know, I was like, damn, you're gullible. So then, you know, that whole thing left. So
2: again, add I, to add to that, the copies that were sold on eBay all came out of North Carolina too. So it was yeah. one seller from the same state that they're in who had copies for years. Like it was on eBay for like five years. You could check sold listings and the one seller was constantly selling the same game. The rarest Vita game always being sold. Like, come on. They didn't have numbers on their games? Like the games weren't numbered. So you couldn't guarantee that there's only a 1,000. Play Asia, our games are limited to 2,000 and they're all numbered. So, you know, no one's going to get numbered 2,010 because that doesn't exist. But... Like, that was a big fault that a lot of people had with limited run from the start. I think- and then,
3: you remember, there were like there were some some of the game that had a hole punch on the uh, the reverse. And then, yeah, those were not supposed to be that many of them because that was just for the you know the personnel inside the limited run. But apparently, there's so, like, I don't know, over 100 of those with those hole punch. So that means that, you know, for me, at least for me, I say, like, anybody can do whatever they want to do with their money. But to me, I kind of felt a little bit duped on that. And I was like... They are really just cashing on that collector. Um, you know, everybody wanted to be collector back then, you remember? Like, uh, at, mm, especially yeah. at the beginning of like Agent. gen. Everybody was like hardcore into collecting like old game, old video game stuff. And I think they tried to cash, uh, like create a cash grab on those people who missed out on like older generation. And they wanted to become a collector or just have something in their collection to say, hey, that's I have like one of, I don't know, 10,000. So that's what they were trying to cash on.
0: They didn't yeah, well want to get a score, them talk about
3: them because at the end of the day, they made game for Vita, whereas Sony literally like dropped them. So, you know, it's kind of, I'm going to be the devil, you know, devil's advocate here. I no, still I, appreciate it. I,
2: um, I have a very similar experience that I collected the first 50, and I know a lot of people that collected the first, you know, 10 or 20. And I feel like Limited Run got us all sucked in with the first 50 Limited Run games. It's so much better than the last fifty that were released recently. Like the quality has gone completely down. There's still good ones out there, but we were getting games like Firewatch and I don't know. It it, constantly there was good games, and it was one a month, and then it came to one every two weeks, and then it was two a week, and it just got to a point where, hang on, what's going on here? Like I was enjoying collecting this set; they're all in order. But it's you don't want
4: 332 Chemco RPGs. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Kemco, oh my god, Kemco RPGs—that's a scam if I've ever heard one. <laughs> they should just be on one. That should be one release. Every Kemco game ever. <laughs> hmm,
4: seriously, I, I I am with you though. That like overall, I I appreciate what they do though because they um yeah. absolutely 100 percent hands down have released lots of games that I love that would not have been released. Like there was, I would not have an FMV game collection if it were not for living to run games i think every single freaking one of them is from them you know what i mean so like they they do do cool stuff and just remember guys it's all in your own heads it's all in our own heads we don't have to buy everything they offer there's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with them trying to sell lots of stuff yeah. it's just it we're the problem because we're like no we want all of it and you're making it too hard so it's like it's <laughs> our so I, I do understand. Like, if you were somebody keeping up that pace, full set collecting, and you were used to the pace, and then all of a sudden now they're overwhelming you and you can't keep up anymore, that does suck. Yeah, because you know that that sucks. Because like, or what it is is like you're like, no, now I can keep up, but I can't buy nothing else. I can't buy any other games. All I'm buying is these games. I and like you said, is this the game I want? do I want my Kemco RPGs or do I want to do dead space? I'd rather have that. You know what I mean? Or whatever. It's like, so, uh, but it's, you know, for me, once I just like kissed. I never had any, like, like, like I never thought I would get a full set. So I I was never like after a full set, but yeah, just pick and choose the ones you want guys. And just think of them like those companies, just like as any other publisher, you don't need to get all of them who cares about the little numbers on them, all that crap. It's all psychology. It's both. Bull crap. just get the games you want and you know what'll happen the good games will be worth money and the crap and the other ones won't that's what's going to happen down the road like yeah. there'll be so many of those games that aren't have no one no one has interest in them i see. that i've seen games like right now you could go on there they're like 10 bucks and they're probably rare but just no <laughs> one cares nobody wants them they don't look like they're fun <laughs> so yeah oh man thanks for the uh five bucks tech right
2: yeah, thanks for that, Tech, right? You didn't have to do that.
4: No, you sure, did. And great, everyone yeah, else yeah. has to Definitely now as well. <laughs> Otherwise,
2: get out. of i I'm
0: just
4: joking.
2: Well, um, let's move into a different topic, guys. Yeah. And the title of tonight's show is Why Do We Buy Collector's Editions, Limited Editions, and Special Edition Video Games? So we're going to talk about all the different things that come along with collecting collector's editions. And I Arzen, you're the perfect guest for this because you've got a very amazing collection of collector's editions from all around the world
3: yeah so the way that i see limited edition and collector's edition uh is a way that i can show my appreciation to that company that make the video game because usually if i don't care as much about the video game or just it's just a game i just want to play i just buy the normal thing and usually i buy the collector's edition either if i know the game or like after when i finish like playing the game once and i'm like okay you know what that company deserve my money for more, like you know. I I I want to like to show my appreciation to this company more, and then that's what I'm gonna uh, put down the money for collectors edition. That was one. That that's that's the idea now. But back in the day, I was like just like I guess any other kid. Like you know, the bigger the box, the better. Like the more exciting that you <laughs> you got. You know, all those little things that you don't really need. And uh, as a matter of fact, like when you said like one of the very first collectors edition that I've ever bought. Uh, I was also when we came to Canada, it was for Valkyrie profile. Yeah, I'm just gonna oh, show one right
2: so, it to you right here. So Yeah, that is Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that, sick. <dude>. That that, <laughs> that
3: yeah, that that game was like amazing. Like that was like one of the oh, yeah, sick, I didn't even that's know there was a the collector's edition. Yeah, the, so uh, like, it's a Japan own. only like collectors edition and uh, it comes with the... sticky on here. I think it comes with a, a, a pocket watch. Um, what else it comes with? Uh, oh, yeah. So it's the game. Uh, let me just double do here so it actually follows me. So, yeah, it comes with a calendar uh, from 2001, I think. 2001. Yeah. It's kind of a, you know, one of these wall calendar. That oh, that's Yeah. Two
2: thousand,
3: yeah. No Um, Y (laughs) two (laughs) K there. Yeah. You know, obviously they it it came with the game. And the thing that I really like bought that for because I thought like, hey, I'm gonna just wear that because it's cool, not the school. But everybody started laughing at me because that was like a pocket watch. It was just like, you know,
4: I actually like where I was like, everyone's laughing at me. no one liked my top hat monocle or my. <laughs> no. Not no they
0: don't.
3: <laughs> so yeah. So the idea was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? I, I really like enjoy that game. So let me just give them more, more of my money. Like, so that's, that's basically like, how I go about it. I don't know if what's, what's your idea. What, how you guys are thinking about this?
4: Well, I, first of all, I, I, I'm, I really want a copy of valkyrie profile i don't have the srb copy of that it's insanely expensive yeah right one of my one of my treats for myself someday that'll be like a tax return present or something like that or what i I cash out like my pto at the end of the year usually and i'm always like that's a vacation i or two i could have taken and i didn't so i'm buying some dumb damn thing that i want like I'm not being responsible with that money because I could have been irresponsible and slept for two weeks or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, anyway, uh gorgeous. You want to talk about your collectors? I mean, you mean you collect more? Fig- the the collectors well, stuff. I've yeah.
2: um I went through stages. So like today, my collectors editions are just my favorite games. Like um like how and said, I got the games that I. I'm most attached to so all the from software games I've got them all in the collector's editions because they all mean something to me I've played them for hundreds of hours I've got all the trophies the pieces in the collector's editions mean something the bloodborne one has a bell that I know what the bell means because that's to summon someone in online in games so it's like to me that's really special however going back into like ps3 collecting I was at a point where I was just buying things for the sake of it uh, so I was getting to a point where I had excess of 150 collector's editions and then had a whole room for itself. And I love that room, but after time, um, you got to clean these things. Collector's editions aren't like normal games they don't just fit on the shelf. They're all different sizes and coming with that, they get dirty. Um, so if you want to own collector's editions, you've got to clean them regularly. Otherwise you're going to have dust in them. So I started selling most of mine off. Um, I've got one little shelf there of big box stuff. But apart from that, unless it like fits on these shelves, that's kind of the rules for me. Um collector's editions are amazing, but I limit myself now to like small limited edition box stuff. I like um really heavy items. And you guys would probably agree with me that collectors editions today aren't the same. I find the PS3 era was the peak where if you bought a collector's edition, it was a heavy box. It didn't just come with a statue, you got a steel book, you got an art book, you got a soundtrack. You got, you know, movie posters, art cards. Today, you buy a massive PS4 collector's edition. You don't even get a game. You just get a big statue and a download code. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks so much, Tech, for the donation. Yeah, that,
3: and and you know what? Like the first first time that that started, I remember it was with the Halo Five limited edition, uh, the collector's edition. You know, with the one with the Master Chief and the, the other guy. Uh, the, it didn't even came with a with a, it came with the download code. And I think lots of people got angry. And then uh, uh, Microsoft, for a limited time, put the time, put the code, uh, like a, give it an address. You would go on their website. You put the code uh, of, your, like, uh, of your digital game and they would send you a physical copy. That's, that's actually what started it all. And I remember I pre-ordered that crap. And I was sure. so mad at myself because like five months later, uh, it was on Amazon for on sale for like 50 bucks. And I had paid like almost $200 for that.
2: That that is sad seeing those because they're not they're not a hundred dollars you know they're they're two three hundred dollars like um cyberpunk twenty seventy seven that was on clearance like a month after it came out and it was so expensive fallout seventy six collector's edition massive helmet but was such a letdown what was actually inside it
3: yeah and that that's that also goes to a little bit like my disappointment from uh, seven eight gen it was exactly like on collector's edition because on ps three side. I bought so many of it, on PlayStation Two also. Like I was grabbing uh, a lot. We didn't get much in North America, I think, for for collector's edition. Yeah. The one that I have, like ever since, is this this one the from Bully. Bully. That was, and this so one awesome. is still the old too. Sealed, wow. Yeah, and I think I I bought That's this so one for like like two hundred, but I think I had some vulture and stuff like back in the day. So uh, I, I I found this That's one. Awesome. Like I had I had one. But I hadn't opened it, and I had lost the ball. There is a like beach, uh, like football. Uh, there is a beach ball on, on in it, I think. Oh, that's and I had funny. I had lost this one, uh, and then uh, yeah. So I found it later in a, in a shop here, the one that I'm talking to you about. Like, if you ever come to Victoria, I'll take you there. They have sick stuff. So yeah, I got that from from there. So, but things like that, you know, you, you don't. I didn't see it uh, stuff like that, like uh, up to this quality, uh, on. On the on the eight gen. but again, I might be like a little bit mistaken here, but you uh, know I'm biased because I didn't really like the eight gen but yeah, seven gen and b- before that that was like the, that was the area for that
4: the era for that. Thanks tech. Um, yeah so I mean I definitely agree with you and like you're completely right that I feel like you know once this you know ps4 gen started, like just all the worst business practices for gaming is when it just got completely out of control. Like it started sooner than that, but it's when it, it just got you know loot box crazy and raffle crazy, DLC crazy, bad mm-hmm. patch, like lots all the all the things we all hate blossomed. Um, but at the same time, like I feel you know there's there's a lot of pushback against a lot of that stuff, and long term. Um, if you think about like how many of those games have they tried to make that failed, like how many of these pay to service games like just don't even get off the ground, you know what I mean? All these Fortnite clones and these, like, yeah. uh, you know, oh, God, Battle War, for example, yeah, or uh, what the hell was that one that EA came out with that last week? Anthem. Anthem, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so, like, the, you know, these they, they 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 have found some success, but at the same time, I think there's probably people realizing that's not where all the money is in the industry. Like, you know, Elden Ring came out and people were like, huh. Hmm. Hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe we should make a game like we used to. I don't know. So, um, I think mean, you
2: nailed it though, Joe, because if EA, like if there were creators in EA and they went to the board, hey, we want to make this new game, the board's just going to be like, well, what happened to Anthem? Why don't you guys pick a PS2 game that sold a million copies and remake that? Because we know that's going to sell. And like I can understand investors, and like these are these are the people that are making the decisions. It's not gamers; it's people with money involved, and you know, it's like it, it's basically like a, a risk for them. So they want to take the safe risk because they want their money to grow. So unfortunately, with that comes you know games that we've already had slapped on. Like look at look at Red Dead for example. We're getting and. Un- I'd argue a worse game than what we got on PS3 because it hasn't got multiplayer, you know, it's yeah, a dumbed yeah. down version. What's up, Reggie? Welcome to the show, man. Mm-hmm. It's disappointing this state of gaming these days. Like, I wish there were more companies with balls, like from software to go, no, we're going to make a brand new IP. Like, they, they could have made Dark Souls 4 and guaranteed that that was going to sell a certain amount of copies, but they went, no, we're going to make Elden Ring a completely new IP game of the year, Sekiro, game of the year. Like... Mm. Where, where are these AAA companies? You know, there's not many of them out there these days. There's so many indie companies doing it, but AAA companies not.
4: Well, I think that's where the all the passion in our, in the industry is going to be. You know, I, and all the creativity. Like a couple, you know, an indie team of five, six people can make a game. That's you know, for on a shoestring budget, that's way better than a AAA title, in my opinion. Like, I just, you know, if, if especially if it's a triple A title where they're going to have a, you know, pay to win model or a subscription model or a battle pass or anything like I just I personally avoid that stuff. Like the plague, like I I won't pay anything that's free to play. I don't know what you guys like when I hear free to play, that's like a anti-advertisement to me, free to play to me. We know what that means. Oh, it's full of uh, annoying children. And 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 My irritating people like absolutely the most dumpster fire human beings on in the world who are going to be on this lobby just screaming and making and being an idiots like I don't want to be associated with the free to play. I just don't. It's it's trash. No, thank you. I, I'm like I want to. I'll pay double. Give me a game that costs 120 to play, and I only can play with people who had worked for a living. <laughs> that would be much better. I'd much rather play that game all day long. <laughs> I want to play a game it's 500 to play. So I know that it's only adults who are like forty, like me, who can play the damn thing. That's what I would like. Like I just, I don't like free to play. I hate those games. I'm old school though. Like you know, like I really am. I'm just like you guys. I'm like, I don't want a patch. I don't want nothing. I don't want. I don't even want DLC. Like I'm, a, I'm against DLC. Some oh, people are like, why? Why are you against? Yeah, make another game. Make a sequel. That's why. Screw you. I don't want your DLC. I don't. I want one experience. I can finish the experience, and then if you got something more for me make another game and I'll buy that. Like, I don't like this nickel and diamond. I don't like the first version and then the ultimate version and then the game of year edition and then the third release. And then the HD remaster on the next console with all the patches. Yeah. Like I'm sick of this crap. I'm tired of buying the same game five times. Like, I'm just tired of it.
2: Uh, so, uh, I, I think, think it's on there, Joe Like I'm uncharted doing it really well with the lost legacy. They could have made that DLC, but they're like, no, you know what, we're going to do? We're going to make it half price
4: and we're right. going to make a new game. Hell yeah. I didn't
2: hear one person complain
4: about that being a short game. No, it was Far Cry does that too. Far Cry always comes out with like a main release and then they'll have yeah. a little spin off game that's a cheaper And you know what? If you want a little more Far Cry, here you go. Here's New Dawn or here's whatever Primal or whatever the hell it is. That's what I'm talking I like that mm-hmm. model a lot better. Um, yeah, I just. Uh, I, don't know, I guess I tell
2: Joe about the director's cut,
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Well, you know, hey, if they put boobies in the director's cut, I'm all right with it, and you can re release that.
2: Yeah, so. tech loves your setup too, Joe. It is awesome. Oh, thanks. Yeah,
4: it's called uh, fitting everything in this little ass room. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's crammed Ooh. in here. Joe, I got stuff in front of stuff? I got this, yeah. You, you want to see the rest too, it's not good. <laughs> it's like that when
2: the backdrops just all your stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff <laughs> it's bad hey guys I, I, I think it's about time to play figsy's quiz
4: oh yeah oh yeah let's do, let's do this i didn't even talk about your mic oh. all
2: right guys so once again pavel has done all the questions oh, and sylvan pavel and sylvan have done the questions for today's quiz And we might actually have a disadvantage for you, Joe, because we have um, some bootleg questions about video games that um, (laughs) us might know the answers to.
4: (laughs) It's going to be Russian bootleg games. Yeah, Yeah, they're about
2: Russian bootleg games.
4: (laughs) That's right up my alley.
2: (laughs) All right. Just put up the questions
4: one second. Back in the day, I played lots of games. (laughs)
2: Do we have a volunteer on who would like to go first tonight? I, you can go first. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right, guys. The way this will work is there's going to be eight questions. Each question is going to be worth one point. If you get the question wrong, it will go to the other person for the chance to steal. As a you'll be going first tonight. Uh, so, the first question is what animal didn't have a Nintendo DS game? Was it the tiger, the dolphin, the rat? Or the raccoon?
3: I would say Dolphin.
2: Incorrect,
1: Joe.
4: Oh, God. I mean, the only raccoon games I know were on PS3. Did Sly come out on DS? I think it did come out on DS, actually. I think Sly did come out on DS for some reason because I think I hacked my DS, and I think I got that crap on there. Tiger. All right, so I want to say it's either Tiger or Rat. Um, how can there not be a Tiger game? seems so. All right, I'm going to go Tiger, because it seems like it's not the answer. I'm going Tiger.
2: So um, the Sly Raccoon game is just exclusive to Sony, Joe. It was? Ridiculous. It was? Oh, God we damn got it. Tigers, fly, fly. We got Tiger's <laughs> Circus My Pet <laughs> Dolphin, and Ratatouille. <laughs> Just
3: see I was like, "Echo the dolphin was Sega, so that never came in. Like yeah. would never wow. do that." So I was like, "That that was
4: my. Oh, you're lucky, my battery's dead. I know it's on here, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a copy
2: or something. It's like when you get a Mario game on Euro um, <laughs> on your Steam. It's deck. definitely <laughs> hacked.
4: So I don't know, but I thought I had that on there. Maybe. All right,
2: question two, Jay. Mm-hmm. This one's for you what world famous brand has a limited nintendo dsi console and cartridge with the training of the staff of this company is it mcdonald's burger king coca-cola or pepsi
4: mcdonald's
2: the correct answer was mcdonald's
4: yeah
2: nice mcdonald's training game out there on the um ds and there's a Really good YouTube video documentary out there. If you're um, interested in hearing more nice. about that,
3: one. yeah, I'm taking note on that.
2: All right, question three. I was on this one's for you. Yeah. What is the game title of this game?
3: I have no clue. It has to be like one of those excite bike or whatever. But yeah, that's what I think. But I'm not sure. Yeah.
2: Well, handed over to Joe. It was close. Uh.
4: Is Vin Diesel involved? Uh... Yeah,
3: maybe the movie. You were thinking about that. Yeah.
4: I don't know, man. Triple X? Either There, it's KKK. This is some really messed up game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is, dude. Uh, uh Moto GPX That's
0: I was, I was closest
4: bike. to the bike. It was actually the BMXXXX. <laughs> See, I was going with some bike thing because you said he was close with the bike so I'm like, Moto <laughs> All right. So I was in the
2: age where Everything was like a Tony Hawk clone. And <laughs> were all good.
3: Exactly. Yeah. All
2: right, question four, Joe. This one's for you. No, really. What's the title of this game?
4: Oh, pal. It's like what a bad song. Is... Yes. What is that? It's like Mario. Cracked Out Pac-Man, <laughs> Samurai Mario. Is that Laura Croft on the top left? <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I want to buy it immediately, whatever it is. This is amazing. Shoot, dude. I don't even know. These yeah. all companies aren't even connected. It's not even like I could. It's not like what, it's the Nintendo Sega Activision's collection. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> dude, I have no. I Oh, my God. Um. I'm going to say this is uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley. Okay. Awesome for the
2: steal?
3: I'm not even going to try this one. I have no, <laughs> yeah, idea. I have no
2: idea. Jesus Christ. I'm still, like,
3: mesmerized by the Tomb Raider up there. This has got to be a bootleg
4: game. This is one of the no, bootlegs. this is a pal
2: title. It was asterisk and over. Oh, okay. What? All right. Okay. All right. At the end of round two, Joe's got a lead of one over Arzen on none. Still anyone's game at this point goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely probably not getting anymore. All right. <laughs> Five, Mars this one's for you. Um, Peggy four rating can only be seen in the covers of this South European country. Italy. Not Italy, Joe.
4: Norway. No Michigan, that's not in the south. Um it's South European. Norway's got North in the name. <laughs> 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 I'm not fucking being as retarded as so I could possibly be. The North Pole? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Greece. So we were looking for Portugal. That ain't in the South. That's like in the west middle. Yeah,
3: I know. Europe doesn't have a south.
4: Yeah,
1: right. What are you talking
2: <laughs> I about? Actually, like... Portugal. I feel like it's the most southern European country.
0: Southern? Okay, well, there you go. yeah.
2: It's got the islands that are like off Africa too. So if
4: you want to, I wouldn't argue geography with Figsy. You know, yeah, yeah, I was just <laughs> I he's this dude plays geo twenty four hours yeah. a day. So <laughs> all right, know.
2: Joe. Question six, and this is going to be a video question. So mm. I'm after what game is this song from
4: i am the great mighty fool, and
2: i'm going to throw my shit at you
4: <laughs> was i <laughs> supposed to be able to see the video because it's conkers yeah it was conkers i mean was i supposed to be able to see that video
2: <laughs> yeah 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 that was the question okay all right one, uh, may- maybe Oh, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> I, I stuffed that one up. <laughs> oh,
3: you're like, you're just, well, still, like, the song is like, yeah, it's pretty.
4: Yeah, no, I stuffed that one up. <laughs> 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 all <laughs> right, let's keep the score at one and a half. Then, <laughs> my dad I would not have gotten it if you didn't show me Conker. All right, all right, all right, sure. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's I can see Conker. That's not very... <laughs> it's been a it while since I've had a, um, a video question to add in. You, right, just saw, you saw a shit clue? monster. You got excited. You couldn't, I mean, I get it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Throwing toilet paper at it. Yeah, that was awesome. awesome.
2: I'm going to show you two photos and you mm-hmm. have to tell me what video game is being made from these two photos. So each photo is a clue. The video game know. is two words.
3: I get NBA one side. Uh, it's Conkers. No, it's not. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I have no clue.
4: And this one I- over there? Yeah. All right. So I think it's James Pond. Correct answer was James Bond. Joe oh gets yeah. It. Wow. I was just emulating my brains out in the last few days and I've I got all them games so I'm lucky. <laughs>
2: all right, I got one for you now, Joe.
4: All right. All right. Hey. Hey, I like this. Okay, so we got a we got the finger pointing at uh Adam. Oh, it's Adam's family. Yeah, Joe, it right.
2: It was Adam's family.
4: Way to go! That was awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, I do have a tiebreaker question? But I'm actually going to bring the tiebreaker question out tonight just for Awesome because it's um. Yeah, it's like, this it one. What's the video game?
3: Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, that's that should that has to be the, Dog Hunt.
1: What the утищими, вернее, с утиными игрушками разобраться довольно просто. Почему я стал говорить про утиные игры? Да, потому что сегодня у нас целым блоком пойдут две игры. Это черный плащ Darkwing Duck. Darkwing. So that was
2: the Russian um bootleg of Ducktales. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, Jerry, congratulations.
1: Have you have yeah. taken this week's quiz. Good job. Good job.
2: Before we end the quiz, I do have a question for chat. And just a reminder that we are keeping score for chat. Um, I haven't updated it from last week. I've forgotten who got last week's point, but I will go back after and add you to this. Um, But, yeah, so far we've got a couple of people on one point each. So, chat, your question this week What is the video game? We've got four pitches. You guys all can help each other work it out, but the first person to name the full game starter will get the point. First person to get five points will win a video game.
4: I'm putting it in the private chat just because it's fun. Nah, it's definitely what it is.
2: Yeah, Joe knows it.
4: Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, Tech has
2: got it right. No, you got it wrong. He's close. He's very close. close. Very close. That might be a clue. Oh, Cyrus gets it right. Bugs Bunny Lost in Time is correct. Cyrus takes this week's point. Congratulations, Cyrus. Good job. Thanks everyone for playing. um, I'll update the scores this week. (laughs) That's actually
4: a pretty good game too. I like. Yeah, it yeah. I actually MPS sold
2: a copy this week on eBay for like sixty bucks. So
4: <laughs> there you so. go. Damn. I didn't know. And exactly. I played it this
2: week too because I cleaned it and tested it. So <laughs> played it and sold As...
4: it. Very cool. What
2: have you guys been playing at the moment?
4: Well, well, well. Go ahead. What are you playing? Yeah. Recently, I've been playing. Uh,
3: these two, so Zelda uh, big, and I'm, yeah, I'm like 200. I haven't, I haven't heard is that game any good? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah, it, it's honestly in every aspect is an upgrade over the pre- previous one, so I love it extremely. And again, I put about like 250 hours in it, and I'm and still, still
4: playing it. I'm <laughs> That's... Still playing
3: it. You I'm know, as a game, damn good game. Uh, Because the thing, uh, about I put hundred in,
2: and I took a break because I'm like, I'll just yeah. give it twelve months, and then I'll go back. and Go have back. Yeah, it has like,
3: it's like three levels. So I find so much stuff in the depth down below. And then, a, uh, yeah, and then this one, the all, the moral, uh, Ultimate Alliance, because that was my favorite game on PlayStation Three. You know, the they made a remake of uh, the Ultimate Alliance. For, because it first came out on uh, on the sixth gen then they do it they made a remake for uh, ps3 and then they came with the second one on ps3 and then i think this one is only available for nintendo i don't know if they made it for other consoles and i just love the, the gameplay of it so yeah i've been like putting times in these two recently
4: that's me that's cool yeah i was like i was saying i um i let my sister borrow tears of the kingdom and like, she's like, I'm not done yet. I'm like, I don't expect you to be done yeah. for like a year and a half. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll be shocked whenever you say you are done. I'll be like, yeah. really? You sure? And
3: um, it's pretty much um, the only reason I bought the Switch. Because, uh, yeah, I, I never really, I, I, never, I didn't want anything on Switch that was like really interesting me. But really? I was like, yeah, this one, I'm going to
4: get it. Not even Breath of the Wild. You just Tears the King. And yeah,
3: Fearful. because the Breath of the Wild, I waited uh, and I got it on the on the Wii U, because mm. that's what they promised. And I was like, and that's kind of what I boycott a little bit, like the Switch, because you know how they abandoned the Wii the Wii U. I really love that console. So yeah, mm. I played the I, I played the first one like on the on the Wii U, and maybe like maybe after I finish this one, I'm gonna buy it again on the Switch. See if it's any better or there's any improvement. But it ran pretty good on the on the Wii U the first game very cool You're
2: not wrong though. It was the first like I I played a lot of Switch games, but it was the first like real Switch exclusive that I put like 200 hours or more than 100 hours into. Yeah. I played like hundreds of hours of Stardew Valley and games, but you know I played them on computer and on PlayStation. Where, like, yeah. I, I guess I put in 100 hours into Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, but like it yeah.
0: If it you're was a remake the
2: of the original Diamond game, which is a DS game, you know, it was yeah. on the new IP like the new pokemon games i found pretty disappointing unfortunately violet and scarlet i bought them day one i tried to get into them i played them a few months later after they got patched and i was still quite disappointed i'm going to give them another go now that they've put out free dlc and different things like that but i find it's a case of if a game gets released broken i struggled to get back into it if i've played it from day one
3: that makes sense in fact, I, I, I never played any Pokemon games. I actually don't like Pokemon games. So maybe My like- man. Yeah. My man. Thank yeah, I know. you. You said uh, it. Thank you. And I, you I grew it. up a lot around it, and that's what everybody was talking about. I feel like I'm going to get was. lynched like, when I saw yeah, it. Yeah. The <laughs> like break and everything, everybody was talking about it. I never really grasped it. Uh, I do I recognize it's a really good game because otherwise there won't be all so many like cult following it. But, but I don't know. Maybe one day when my daughter grows up. So maybe she was she's she's gonna be into Pokemon and then I'll, I'll discover it. But for now, I'm good.
2: said so, so my heart is broken. Nothing on the Switch, and I'm just want to give Cyrus congratulations. He just passed the 2,000 mark on the Switch, and he's collecting. Oh, so we
0: like, got a few
4: games on the Switch. Oh, <laughs> man, I mean, I got like I think yeah. I'm up to 500 or something. Well, that's crazy, yeah.
3: But like since yeah. like I got my my daughter I kind of don't really have time for anything. So and then I discovered. Oh, I don't play I
4: Huh, I don't play my games, I yeah. I know, know,
3: but I didn't, you know, I, I also don't have just over there anymore, <laughs> so then I stop. So, yeah, uh, so Joe, I'm what, what are you playing?
4: Um, so I've been slowly but surely working my way through evil, evil within one still. Um, but like, I don't know if the game's really hard or I'm terrible or just too stubborn to put it on easy mode. That's probably what it is. I could probably just put it on a here but I won't. I'm just gonna struggle. But I'm trying to get through that game, which I'm having a good time. I think I'm probably about halfway. And then um for some reason I thought to relax I would play Cuphead as well. I don't know why the <laughs> hell that was my alternative game. Yeah. So I was playing that to <laughs> so basically I get I get mad at one game and then I play that till I get mad and I just go back and forth. That was wrong with me. And then um I've been playing Jamestown. I finally got my copy of Jamestown on the switch. That's no, like a schmuck. I'm playing that a lot, and then, um, I was gonna be honest with you guys, I can't put it down, dudes. Like, it's like, oh, just, like, just been,
2: can't, can't, can't put it down. I,
4: I work from home and I'm really good about not playing games while I'm working, but it's the first time in my life I'm like, mm, damn, I don't want to just play my Steam Deck. <laughs> it's really, I hard, got not two too. hands free at the moment. Well, So I haven't been playing it, but I've been like, you know, loading up games, downloading files, just, you know, getting it set up, doing stuff with it while I'm working. You know, just I've been having a blast with it. But I mean, what I've been playing lately because of this thing is like I played every PS2 game there is for three minutes this week. (laughs) It's one of those, you know, I've been like just trying out everything. But the one game I actually put some time into uh, was Burnout 3. Don't know why. Started playing Burnout 3 again, and that game is just so damn good, and it looks so amazing upscaled through the emulator, man. Like, it looks flipping fantastic. I I can't even get over it. Like, I'm still gonna keep on my physical games, but I'm gonna be playing on this thing, I think, my PS2 games for the most part. They look uh, just insanely good, dude. Like, I can't even get over it. It looks so good! So, I know you guys are all physical collectors, i'm not saying not be physical collectors don't you know go ahead but i'm just saying like there's there's the emulation with the upscale graphics 60 frames per second 1080p of the ps2 it looks pretty good dudes i'm enjoying it i
2: emulate my ps2 games for the fact that Mm -hmm. now that i've played them emulated it's hard to go back and go to those loading times
4: yeah Um, exactly you you forget about the quality
2: of life improvements like pokemon games i can't play them with slow speed because you can speed them up on the computer but yeah loading times are really big for me and that's the one thing with the ps2 that you don't realize until you go back and play it you're like oh i forgot about
4: this that's like
3: and i add one other thing. thing is like i that's the best way like i also emulate too like i mean i'm all about physical games yes that's aspect of preservation but just because of the preservation i'd rather do emulation and not scratch my disc so most of them yeah i I rarely like use actually my discs (laughs) to do any any gaming
2: well guys this is a good segue into some news that broke yesterday and um it's a bit of sad news so it's been announced that the xbox 360 store is going to be closing next year and there's more than 220 digital games out there that are going to disappear they aren't available to buy physically they're only on the xbox 360 store they're not going to be backwards compatible so it's yeah, it's a pretty sad time for gaming. And um, I know we're mainly Nintendo and PlayStation collectors here, but um, like the same thing is going to happen to the Nintendo store, the same thing is going to happen to the Sony store. And this is going to be the future for these current generations with, you know, patches and day one updates and stuff. Like what are games going to be like in 15 years? Are they going to be playable PS4 games or is it just going to be a full library of you know oh here's a game that i used to play that you know that turn the servers off for and we can't play anymore and oh this is a really good game but i haven't got the day one patch so it doesn't work and well, this trophies doesn't work anymore because they turn the servers off and like you know <laughs> it's kind of scary that we're going to go into this world
3: yeah and that's what i was like like it goes back to what I said about, like, limited run games. And as, like, as much as I hate them, like, that's the only way that you can see some of these games coming back. I don't see any other way, unless you, like, sit down and download all 200 of them. I don't see, like, any other
2: way around that. I mean, the completionist might go and buy them all and do that. So oh, he's already it. on it. He's already
4: on it. <laughs> he's already on it, <laughs> yeah. He's, okay. But, like, that's the thing, know. like... How many people have every, one of every hard drive in the freaking country, you know, with every 360, you know, those clip on ones? He needs like 300 of them. I'm sure. <laughs>
3: but it's like, it's good, like you said, like, Sag would like to talk about like the future. I mean, like, I see that also as a gateway through um, what I believe that the future of gaming is going to be just Netflix and like Disney Plus and stuff like that. Yeah. It's gonna be, they, they're going to be, we won't, I don't think, maybe one more generation of physical actual console. The rest of it because the reason I'm saying that is because they this company makes these games for the mass. this they are they don't make these games for us collectors. Not at right? all. So we they are, hate uh, us actually. Ten yeah, percent exactly. We are, what ten percent? Because we play the same game over and over and over. We never that they make these games for them. And we wait and, for sales. Exactly.
4: And we, and, and we're patient yeah. and we have like a big backlog, and so we don't pay seventy dollars yeah. for their game. And I hate
2: resellers too, because if yeah. the game is resold in the
4: market, so the exactly. price. That's $100
2: that Sony don't get or $50 that Sony
3: don't get. Yeah. They are really like digital uh, people. Uh, uh, majority of gaming are balled games digitally. That's 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 the first thing. Because the majority of them, they don't, you know, us, we don't mind. Like we bring our disc home and then we have to wait another two hours to download like the game because that's how the games are right now. But they're going to always preload everything in their system. You know, they all go, the majority of the gamers, they, they want to go for convenience. And I think the future is streaming anyways for them as well. Like, I mean, we still have a little bit of work to do on the internet on front. But, uh, you know, like Google did it. Like, you know, that what was it? On live? did it. it they, they proved the concept. The concept, it's workable. It's doable. We just need a stable internet. But once that comes in, you really think the company going to want to, like, spend, like, uh, 60. I don't know how much it costs them to create the disks, create, like, the, you know, the packaging to pay all those, like, trucks to move this stuff around. Obviously not. They're gonna keep <laughs> all the costs low, and then still gonna sell us like the game like digitally. Or what's gonna happen? I think that's what the Xbox is doing. Like bringing subscriptions like uh, like method, and then you're gonna have like exclusive. You know, if you wanna watch your uh, Stranger Things, you have to have Netflix. If you wanna you know play your Halo, you have to have subscription to Xbox. If you wanna play, you know, you gotta worry. No, that's that's I think that's gonna be the future of gaming. And as sad as it is, I think that's it's inevitable i think
2: it's almost not the future it's almost now if you go into like your local best buy store the gaming sections half the size as it was 10 years ago because right. they don't need to have half the store to show that stuff because oh well you can just download it here's a download code for it let's let's just stop showing the cases and just sell the download codes because this is what 99 percent of our customers want and Unfortunately, yeah. us collectors have such a small minority of the market. If, I know
0: it's wanted to support. Definitely, the old men
4: yelling yeah. at the sky. <laughs> like, Damn you, children! Don't you see? You're wrong, not me. But they are wrong. They just don't know it because I know. And then once you lose that, suck, then man,
3: you don't own anything. And that's the part that I'm kind of pretty mm-hmm. scared. And people don't seem to care. I mean, yeah. like, you know, you, your movies on Netflix, you don't you don't own them. And then if, you know, Netflix decides to like remove some of the movies from there and then they're gone.
4: Oh, yeah. We the we to find, yeah, we me and my girlfriend would say we like went out and bought like all our favorite shows on DVD and Blu-ray because of that, because we got so sick of that freaking happening. We had to bounce around between this. Who has our shows now? They do. Then we got to subscribe to it. It was so fucking annoying. So yeah. we realized that like like Disney Plus, like I'm not into any of their new content. So there's like 10 Disney movies I'd watch in my life. I'd be much better off just buying those 10 movies and paying for Disney plus. Exactly. No reason. I I don't need that. That subservice. Um, And I just it's it's not it's not going to work out, dudes, because like, first of all, I don't like it because it immediately is going to make it a a rich country luxury, because like you said, there are lots of countries out there. They're not going to have good Internet for a (coughs) while. So there will be. Entire countries now, generations of people who are not going to get to a game on any of that stuff because their internet sucks. That's just well, the thing. Well, they don't have internet, and they're using yeah um, VPNs yes. to connect. And and even cool stuff, or like, even parts of the there's like parts in the United States that don't have good internet. You could live out in the middle of nowhere in the mountains, and these people they depend on being able to get a disc and install the game, or at least most of the game as much as they can to actually play. So, again, it's a small minority to the overall, but the, and they are always going to go for the overall, like you said. But that sucks because, you know, you know I don't like the uh, gatekeeping that will come with that. And then also, uh, I just like you, like you said, you don't own anything. They get to decide what is available, when it's available. And also, it will kill income. It's like, look at what's happening with all the, the writer strikes and the SAG strikes and all the actors and they're all working out because how is streaming working out for everybody? I, I mean, literally, how is it working out for everybody? Disney's losing mad money. Netflix, they can't keep the subs up. Everybody's losing money. The shows suck. Everybody's mad. None of the actors get the whole model blows from a financial standpoint. Like, It sucks. So there you would go be one and,
2: person at the top making money and that's it.
4: <laughs> yeah. So you go ahead and put all your games on a subscription service where now instead of you getting paid $60 every time someone wants to purchase your game, you're getting paid 35 cents because someone played your game for 15 seconds or something. And you'll see it's gonna s- screw up the video game industry too, just the same way. It's not gonna go like the way mm-hmm. you think. So it could be digital if you're buying the games for 50-60 bucks a pop or something, but like as soon as it's like it's just 15 bucks a month. And then if you want to be on their service, that's the only place you get because they have a monopoly. So it's like, if you have a game, the only place you can sell it is on this service. And so they'll Mm -hmm. be like, yeah, we'll give you 30 cents per play. And I'm telling you, it's not, it's not going to be the, um, Like you said, it'll be great for Call of Duty and giant companies, but it'll just k- kill indie games. And-
3: on this
0: if we go
4: for Yeah, Amazon hosting web services where everyone's got to pay them to have their
2: streaming services on their sites <laughs> and stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's and kind
4: of uh, Once, the, once the, the console companies decide not to put disks, drives, or cartridge slots in their consoles, they're going to kill limited run games strictly looking games all those companies there have a they have a shelf life on them now they're going to die like and it's not even if like let or or my other theory is they will exist forever selling ps4 and switch games or something like that they will like forever be releasing these consoles whatever the last (coughs) version that had a a disk driver they'll just keep doing that for as long as they can
3: but they, uh, I mean, like they even put like a sa- uh, like a kill safe like, um, like on these console too, right? Apparently, like if that battery dies, then you connect the bat. If you put the new battery in it, it needs to connect to the server. But if the server is down, so how mm-hmm. are we? Gonna, I mean, I know that ob- obviously some people are gonna start like you know, like, uh, you know hacking server, it, so like know, creating that. like a backdoor solution. But for again, for the majority of us, like I mean, it's gonna be a for us we can do it. But for other people, the moon, it's not gonna be easy for them.
2: Where I, I'm, I'm born in the 90s, and I'm still going out there buying like NES systems that I don't know if they're working because I know it's an NES, and you can get this thing working today, and it's yeah. a 30 year
4: old system, you know.
3: Yeah, but this yeah. this complex stuff, I'm not I don't know how it's gonna work. But I guess maybe it's gonna be emulation later on, and then you know.
4: I, so that's so that's the, always the unforeseen about the futures. We never know what technological uh, advances will come along that'll change the equation and make things easier. Mm-hmm. So you know, it could be 15 20 years from now, you could have you know a fifty terabyte SSD for ten bucks, and freaking have a you know a mini computer with every game ever made on it for you know, a couple hundred bucks. You never know, it, it, but. Uh,
0: but who's going
4: to preserve the files and the dlcs and the updates and this that's the difference like from the old game it's just a burned copy of what's on the disc and now it's like you got to find somebody who has every all the patches and all that shit i mean i don't even know it's gonna work
3: yeah i don't know for how long for nintendo can keep it up but already right now like uh, like playstation and like xbox they barely either don't make any money selling consoles or they barely make money so they want to eliminate that they want to go heavily towards their subscription service. Yeah, just buy a
4: controller for them. And yeah,
3: and I remember in, 2000, in 2013, uh, one of their TVs, they were actually coming bundled with a PlayStation 3 controller. I don't remember what what TV it was, but it was also coming with the PlayStation. I don't know what it was called back in the day, PlayStation Now. Uh, it was a service back there. And literally, they were giving you three months and then play your games through cloud, through the internet, directly on your TV. So mm. it's it's... I know that we're gonna go that way. No, that's what they want. Yeah, that's what they want. Xbox tried to
2: release the Xbox One, like not this gen, last gen's Xbox without a disc drive. You know, in 2013. So, like, their business plan's been in set for at least ten years now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
3: it's it's inevitable. That's what I'm saying. Like Thanos was saying, like it's inevitable. But damn it, I'm not (laughs) I'm not looking forward to that.
4: Wait a minute.
0: I'm saying maybe that's who's
4: in (laughs) charge.
2: you are saying GameStop's on the decline as well. It might, won't be long until. I will game get Stop. rid of 87% of all the games.
4: There,
3: yeah, you go in there, you go in their store, about like 70% of what they have is merch. Like the game section is so tiny. Before it was like all two, three walls, they were full of games. Now it's literally just one wall and shared between all three consoles. And the rest is Funko and all those like merch and like cushions. And uh, I don't know what the heck they said there, but that's, that's what they are doing right now
4: you ever get um any of these video, videos popping in your feed, like game shopping in 2002, game shopping in 1998, game shopping? And oh, man, they game stores. You look at that wall oh. of PS2 <coughs> games oh, and I'm just God. like, oh, if I walked into a GameStop and saw that today. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. Not yeah. games yeah. like yeah, Toys R anyway, Us videos
2: from back then, like Toys the R Us game sections. Like, oh my, oh my god, gosh. yeah, no. like I know. I remember that's
3: not even long ago, like when we arrived, like that's in '96 '97. I remember I go to Walmart and like the section of the games in Walmart, and they still have those TVs that you have to look up, you know, play, like you know, mm. they specifically put them up there so you don't stay there long, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's all gone. Like, and I was, I'm watching this guy on on, on YouTube. I forgot his name. I'll let you know. Uh, he talks about his uh, his life with his parents, and apparently his dad was working for a like kind of a game distribution company or something. So he has all these like old VHS of uh, his dad looks really likes like film him when he was giving him video games and everything. And like, yeah, he was he's showing like these video old video from Funko Land and like a uh, uh, Sears or mm-hmm. <laughs> you know
4: That's stuff. Good. And then I, I dude. Would- have you, you've seen the Funko Land price cheat thing from 1998 or whatever they show you, like, that. Yeah. dude, I, I had a Funko Land in my town, and I remember going there, and I those were the prices. I you I could have bought every NES game on earth for like fifty cents. It was just, uh like it really is painful to think about, especially Sega CD stuff and Sega Saturn stuff. Like you could have got it was just like a buck, you know. Nobody wanted it. But, uh, you know, neither did when it that. first came out,
2: though, that stuff was more expensive than it was today. Like inflation for video games hasn't gone up as much yeah, as inflation for a lot of things.
4: That's true. I remember my, um, sorry, my dad bought um Phantasy <laughs> Star 2 on the Genesis. That was like $90 when he bought that shit back yeah. in like, what, 90, whenever that was. It would be like almost $300 today. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it'd be like double, like at least $2,250 here, yeah. yeah. I think they said that we've lost about 100% or 50% of our money value since 93 or something like that. Pretty cool. That's cool. That means in my lifetime, I should lose, what, 100% of my freaking value. That's oh, yeah. cool. That seems normal. Anyway, that's another conversation.
2: <laughs> well, I think we'll move into um, another one of our segments, and that segment is show and tell. Oh. Hey. Nice. <laughs> Here we
3: are. I did you show with tell. Until- but,
2: well, go ahead. <laughs> so where we can show you guys off some pickups that we've done and some really um cool pieces from our collections that have um stories attached to them. Joe, yeah. would
4: you like to go first? Sure. Um so I already spoiled this one a little bit, but I got Jamestown. Nice. So this is the Let's shmup I was talking about. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's like um that's limited run. Yeah, yeah, so they uh, they announced the Switch version a long time ago. I ordered this forever ago, and it just finally showed up. And then recently, they announced it again. They're doing the PS4 version, so I mm-hmm. ordered that too. But that's going to come God knows when. But yeah, this is the uh, Switch version, and it's kind of cool. It's like a cyberpunk cowboy-ish thing, but it's like a co-op to you. with up to four people. It's different. It's for uh, as far as shmups go. Uh, it's definitely unique. Commentator, what is up, man? I see you. How you doing taters the man by the way just to watch him on twitch all the time he's a isaac streamer good dude um so i don't know what the was wrong with me next thing i got is uh who pressed mute <laughs> <laughs> on <Michael> marcus <laughs> what oh my god i don't That's know not it's not like it's an FMV game, and it's from Limited Run, and it looks awesome. It says in it's eccentric FMV murder mystery with a twist. Someone has poisoned Uncle Marcus. Uncover the truth in the yearly family quiz and try to save him before it's too late. Starring Andy Buckley from The Office and Abigail Hardingham from The Missing. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's a cheesy-looking murder mystery FMV game, and I love these things. So awesome. They're good. They're they're fun. They're good fun. Um. So the next one I got is I got I don't know if it's like a limited edition, but I got like the fancier edition of Helveti from Red Art Games. So it came with the soundtrack. That's neat. Yeah. Pretty cool artwork. Uh, and then here's the game itself. What What type of game is that one? Um, as far as I remember, because again, I ordered I ordered these games like a year ago, <laughs> so it's hard to remember what the hell I even bought. I believe this is like a two D action adventure game, okay. uh, kind of like a dark gothic art style. If you look at the back, it does not show any gameplay, of course, but it again. has maybe that freaking awesome demon esque looking badass thing going on.
3: Is it like something like maybe blasphemous, because that's something I recently discovered. So. Maybe. blasphemous is awesome
4: yeah. so it's 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 not as pixelated looking as, as blasphemous okay yeah it almost i don't i mean i don't know if it's the same company but it kind of reminded me of that Scoutfold game they released kind of look like that i don't I know just
2: learn about blasphemous the second one just got announced and they're not bringing it out to australia so that kind of, oh. of which is a trend of media not coming to australia lately disney have just canceled all dvds coming to australia and that's yeah, it's kind of sad because it's digital world these days. Uh, so Disney DVDs aren't sold in Australia anymore.
3: There's even more reason not to want to go digital. But, you know,
4: damn it. But what can we do? Um, so the next game is Sword of the Vagrant. Oh, that looks good. Cool. Oh, Yes, it's another Red Art game. Um, it looks kind of like... A vanillaware game, kind of. So it looks like Odin Sphere or, uh, yeah, what is it? Demon's it's Crown Pro, Crow, whatever. That is. Uh, yes, I believe it is like a two D action RPG where you play um a scantily clad barbarian girl with large boobies. You like you play- a saltless Sanctuary type game? Um. It just says "battle through hordes of monsters and a journey to reunite your family" in a fantasy 2D action RPG. It's like I said, uh, the gameplay looks more like um, uh, what is it? Demon's Crown? Is that the name of the game? Something's wrong with me. Dragon's Crown. Dragon's, Dragon's Crown. Crown. There yeah. we go. So it it kind of looks like something like that. I would say. Um, big, but it big, also, big bums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not yeah, not as ridiculous, but yeah. And it came with this really sweet ass art book. That's good. Hell yeah! Really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, you want know, to get some, you know, look at that? You know. oh, yeah. Boobilicious. You guys get some of the good stuff. I paid a dollar a minute for this. It's like yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that's know, It's uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, and then um, like I said, I've been on like a little like random mass PS2 kick lately, so I've just been picking up some games that. I want, uh, so I got this one. It's called Dark Angel Vampire Apocalypse. Um, it's not very good. Uh, I'm not going to say you should get it, and I'm not going to say it's a hidden gem. It's just I like it. So it's like a, it's it's kind of like um, a Diablo type game, like top down. Okay, um, killing everything on the screen, monsters type shit. Um, it just looked cool. Uh, the reason I picked it up is I've been really into playing uh, vampire. Uh, um, Survivor, what that it called? Yeah, Vampire Survivor, the new one. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I've been playing that game pretty hardcore, and I don't know. This kind of reminded yeah. me of it, and it was like wicked cheap. It was like ten bucks. So I don't know. I like vampires. What can I say? But this one actually looks is a good game so i would recommend this one i picked this one i wanted this one for a while i just never have it's like one of those middling games it's really not that expensive uh. but it's not really cheap either Dun-y- but that's uh bujin jai the oh, i don't know if, uh, i'm not sure enough. i am supposed to say it. Bu-jin-jai.
0: Uh, Bu-jin-jai.
4: the forsaken city uh it's a title game uh, it's another action uh like 3d action game yeah um but uh, it's got really cool graphics. Like, it's beautiful. Like, it's like, um, gosh, I don't really know. Can't, you can't see it that well. But it's You're just nice. got really cool weapons. It's got really cool, like, uh, wep- uh, like attacks. And, like, it's got, it's got, like, an actual decently complicated battle system from what I can tell. Like, the tutorial is, like, five minutes long. You have to go through to even play the game. It's giving me like um, Devil May Cry vibes. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's it's definitely up that, that vibe. You know, it's you are not gonna be as good as Devil May Cry. But um it's it's if from what I can see, it looks really good. I played it a little bit on the Steam Deck too, and uh I did enjoy it. But uh I would recommend it. And I, like I said, I've been trying to get like a lot of the those three D action y games that came out on PS2. I'm there's a see. lot of them on PS2, like yeah, the I know. Star games and there's so many of them. I'm not getting them all, but, like, you know, I'm, getting, I'm picking up all the God of Wars, Devil May Cry's, all the, I want, like, all the Capcom fighting games, like, all the, you know.
3: One, one that I recommend, uh, obviously, like, now through the, uh, emulator, is, like, a Blood Will Tell. It's such oh, yeah. an amazing, like, unique game, too. And it's, if you watch their uh, the anime, there used to be an anime back in the 60s, like Dororo, mm-hmm. and it's based on that game, based on that anime. So, yeah, give that give, give that game a, a try. Okay, no, emulate a son? Oh, yeah. No, yeah.
4: Emulate
3: a son? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I probably to better not play play it because you to play your copy. I want I, I because I have it too, but I just I, I, I like asked one of my, fr- my friends to go go get it. And then I was like, are you crazy? And when he showed me the price, I was like, "Oh okay, yeah, well, emulate it. Emulated. But yeah. the, the principle of the game is really good. So, yeah.
4: Yeah, that is it, it is a good game, and yeah. um,
3: but that's what I'm saying. If you like the anime too, like there is also an anime on Amazon Prime uh, based on that game. So just oh yeah. really? Yeah, watch. Well, yeah, it's called Dororo, D O R O R O. All right, check it. Yeah. yeah, that's,
4: that's
3: pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I've been. Um, I want to get Samurai Western too. I haven't picked that one up yet. That's another action Yeah, that one's. That one's uh, gotten really expensive. Thanks to Reggie. If you're still here, it was your fault. I'm <laughs> scared. It's <laughs> fault. It's just a good game, and uh, it, it just that's yeah. what happens. It's Atlas's
2: fault for not making enough of them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's you no, know, it's just all. It, it is what it is. It's just everybody, you know. A bunch of nerds sit around like me and they sit there and they look up those videos. It's like every game that came out for the system. And then you sit there and you go, oh, that one looks cool. And that one looks cool. And it just turns out everybody thinks the same ones look cool because those are the ones that do look cool. It always happens. So I write I always watch the videos of like, you know, all 2000 games and I just write them all down. And then I start going to eBay and I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it damn it and that's why like when i saw vampire apocalypse was 10 bucks i was like oh cool that one's only 10 bucks but then i'm like this one probably sucks (laughs) that's just probably a reason it's 10 bucks but that's okay (laughs) you're not wrong
2: though anytime i watch it i see gameplay of a game that i'm like you know that looks up my alley i'll write it down and it's usually like hidden gem type videos and you know we're watching people that have
4: similar interests to us so if they like a game then you'll probably like it as well and Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so that always happens. Like I today, I looked up like PSP stuff. I'm in for my Steam Deck. That's the next system I've been downloading games and uploading. And there was like a bunch of games. I'm like, looks like a pretty cool RPG. Let me just check it. God damn, that's expensive. All right. Well, anyway, like I just over and over. Like every time, any of the games that I'm like, that looks really cool, and it's always it crushes you. But not, you know, there are some games that I love that are mad cheap and that people don't have. Like any you know i'm thrilled to sh- i have you know unreal tournament on ps2 was like a ten dollar game and i freaking love that game i will play that right now and anybody who wants to play it anytime i love it you pick so up good. tiny
2: Holt games for under ten dollars yeah on PS2. they're great fun exactly
4: you know? like when i started collecting ps1 like one of the first games i picked were all the cool borders games mad cheap but i love the cool borders all four games, of them dude. they're all great are oh, so <laughs> fun dude i love cool cool borders three is my personal favorite um
2: i got a new PS3 game this week, and I don't pick up many PS3 games anymore because I finished it that years ago. But there were probably like 20 or so games that I put on a list that I'm like, I can't find this, but if it ever pops up one day, I'm going to try and buy it. And this was one of them. So this is the Ultimate Uncharted pack. This is a triple pack that was originally sold through PlayAsia. So it's only available in um, countries like the Philippines, Hong Kong, Manila, uh, etc., um, so this is the Chinese English version comes of all three games. They give us the amazing best of <laughs>
1: <Aww>. <laughs>
2: is exclusive to Asia, but yeah, this is a beautiful pack. I'm really, really yeah. happy to own it. Uh, thanks to Roxas, um, from Malaysia for helping me find this one. Oh, Roxas cool, sells games yeah. on my discord. If you guys are interested in games from Asia. But yeah. we game that I've probably been after this for seven years. Um, to go in a little subset of... I'm trying to get every double or triple pack from Asia. There's like nine of them. I think I've got one or two left, so mm-hmm. it's a nice little subset, and they've all got this little spine at the top and the white, so they look really good when they sit together.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's, that's uh, one's not a, it on a
2: pickup. Sorry,
3: You put it on Twitter.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah, share it. Every Twitter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next one's not a pickup, but being the um, Collector's Edition episode, I thought... I'll show one of my favorite grails off. Uh, so this is the Ooh. Catherine Stray yeah. Cheap Edition. This is the Australian version. And this one's sealed as well, so it won't be opened. Yeah. Uh, pretty weird collector's edition. It comes with, like, um, boxer shorts or Pizza something. Box? This one comes with a T-shirt. Yeah. I think the American version comes with boxer shorts.
3: It's a boxer, yeah, the one that, yeah. I, I have the same thing. I no, bought it, it actually the, on the on the collector group back when it was still up.
2: Nice. This was from, um, uh, Kieran from the Collectors PS3. Collection. Oh,
3: as well. OG
2: yeah. member. He sold his collection. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. okay,
4: okay, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> nice. Speaking of speaking of sheep, have you seen that uh sheep, <laughs> that sheep game everybody's been posting in the groups? You guys know what I'm talking about. Apparently, the PS5 there's the...
2: one. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Some, yeah I have there's it. some like, game on the sheep or something.
4: It, there's literally a game that came out in Germany where you're like a sheep who has to like screw other sheep and like you're a farmer and you have to like (laughs) make the sheep screw it's called in german it's called like sheeps unscrews and fifins or something i don't know but (laughs) dude it's hilarious like it's one of those like so bad looking things i have to get it i kind of want that now (laughs) oh i gotta have it like i have to have it like no like as soon as i saw him like there's a game about sheep fucking i'm like i got it a
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us this week Cuzzle?
3: uh i well i already like to uh, talk about those two collectors edition the thing that i i got recently uh it was this game so on game boy Ooh, color like spawn nice. this one is sealed so i found it sealed and it's one of my favorite like game on the game Boy color because it's i think if i'm not mistaken is the only game with the voice acting in it Actually, like the the you know the what was that the devil guy, this guy, this demon that was also in the movie. He's the actually Dominator like talks. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. His name I think I think so. Yeah, Dominator. Something yeah, something he actually like, like speaks, uh, but it's a side sclo- side scroller, um, like basic like beat em up like type of game. Uh cool. But yeah, I really like that one. And then I already like went through everything else. Like I don't have any any match for you. To show and tell. I already oh, show and or oh, maybe well, like I'll that was uh, well, I mean, a bit closer. I couldn't open it up, but that was that's what it is. Uh, for the Valkyrie. Yeah, for oh, the Valkyrie profile. Yeah, that's so yeah. fucking sick, dude.
2: Is that an original iPod mini you've got behind you? Uh sorry? Is that an original Oh yeah, back iPod there?
3: Mini? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's the original iPod, like the, the classic, the OG, like you know, 80 gigabyte.
2: Yeah. Nice. I had the OG mini, so was so nostalgic seeing like
3: yeah, the stuff, yeah, yeah. I have My first like DJ like a uh, headset over there, like a uh, headphone back there, as well. So like, yeah, I just put my old stuff. Yeah, but that, as you guys see, like yeah, I don't spend much more on games anymore recently. I have more just, like an audio equipment, but maybe I'll I'll go back to games soon.
2: i love it man it's your audio sounds amazing so yeah yeah. you're definitely doing a good job there
4: (laughs) yeah (laughs) did your camera track you automatically when you move around Uh, yeah
3: it's one of these um it's an insta 360 link yeah so it's it tracks yeah because i move a lot it was like, Very cool. It
2: makes it yeah. look professional. I move a lot too, but I just stay still. <laughs> I'm just constantly moving the camera it's,
3: it's all about the content, man. Don't don't worry. These are all like secondary, like as, well, as That's long as you make it content. As
2: in, you do some amazing work over on Instagram. You're yeah. actually one yeah. of my favorite Instagram accounts. So tell us <laughs> about your Instagram page.
3: Yeah, thanks thanks a lot. Yeah, I, I prefer like more like I'm more like again like as I said like the you know the English barrier or whatever. So I wasn't I I was. I started my channel in actually 2007, like this YouTube channel that I have is I started in 2007 and I have about like 40 video, but they are all private right now because I was never really satisfied of the, like the, the result. So I just recently started. So maybe, maybe in the future I will like going on with like just pickups and more retro stuff. And just talking about like the, you know, uh, because, and if I do it, maybe I will do it also in Farsi, which is my mother tongue. Uh, because a lot of these games, then people in Iran never like experienced them. So maybe I want to like create something for them, like to explain, you know, um, if you guys like Fortnite, like not back in the day, we had like Serious Sam and like, uh, what was the other one? Um, Team Fortress, love, you know, that, was, that was our, Sam. yeah, that was our like, you know, like uh, multiplayer, like action pack game. So I, I want to like create something like that for them. Uh, but so far, like, I don't really have time. Like, seriously, I, maybe I have to find a better way of manage, like, you know, as a father, how, how I can, like, manage my time and everything. But Instagram is easy because, like, and I can just take a picture and just put a little bit of my thought uh, about, like, you know, my history with the game like, or, my like, my memory of why this game is important for me. And Instagram is the easy way for me, like, to put my content out. But I, I, I really like what you do, like, your podcast and stuff. That's something interesting it's it is interesting to me uh sadly i don't You've really have a perfect
2: it. setup for it, so yeah you definitely get onto something like that but yeah. I, I like your idea of making um content for people in iran because they wouldn't there wouldn't be much many youtubers out there doing that content as, no exactly I mean, because everybody's covering videos and different yeah things everybody's
3: like covering like brand new games nobody knows like past like i think before like Fifth gen, it's a little bit obscure, like people still remember their PlayStation one, but before that is very obscure to them, like they really don't know any of it. They really started having an idea of uh, like games past uh, seven gen, like PlayStation three and Xbox 360. That's where majority of Iranian they are like, they, 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 it, it became more uh, widely available to people. You know, before that it was come a little bit for elite, you know, people who had a little bit more money. There was people who could like afford these like video games, but past like uh, uh seven gem gen, that's that became more available to people and then yeah. So yeah, that's that's my plan for future.
2: It's something that you do on Instagram that I really mm-hmm. love, and it's when you post um Super Nintendo games and you have got the superboy playing the game as well. I think that's an amazing touch.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that—that's a sick thing. Like, I, I actually recommend it. Like that—that that little console. It's like it's a cheap console. Like you can't find it, and if you have old cartridges, you, you still play your plays Super Nintendo. It's like perfect. It's the best. One of I the. I was best watching games.
2: a retro Rick video the other day, and they testing one it wasn't working and they're putting the games in backwards <laughs> oh. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it looks oh, wow. like the games like go in frontwards which is frontwards, weird, yeah, the other yeah. The other yeah. Way.
3: you have to put it back and then there is a little lock on the back so actually like make sure that the contacts like touch because it was a little bit finicky but yeah
2: i will leave all the links to arjun's socials below guys so go and follow him Thanks. on Instagram, follow him on Twitter, and I will link your YouTube below as well if you're sure. going to put some content out on there. We'll um, subscribe. Thank you,
3: Thank you very much.
0: Anyway.
2: Anything you wanted to add, Joe?
4: Never really talked about collector's editions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I didn't anyway. You guys did. <laughs> uh, I'll give my two cents real quick. I don't got no damn room for them but I do like them very much. I think they're gorgeous and I do buy them for franchises that I'm like quite passionate about. So like uh, I picked up the ease eight collector's edition for PS five and the ease nine collector's edition PS five, because I absolutely love those games. Um, I got the evil dead game collector's edition because Bruce Campbell and evil dead's like my favorite thing in the world. So to me, it's not really like it's the franchise to me that will determine whether or not I actually splurge for collector's edition. And I'm thinking about getting the Dodonpachi, uh one they just announced because they're they're doing side, SDJ, I think SDJ. I don't know how they call it. It's a Japanese word, am But they announced the pre-orders for that on uh, Amazon Japan and Play Asia, and uh, I'm really tempted to get the Collector's Edition because they do really like Dodonpachi a lot. It's like one of the best games ever made. So might get that one. So yeah, I don't know. I'm uh I like love them but I don't have them uh, space for them. at the end of the story. There's nothing you know, and uh, but I would never ever 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 buy any of the new ones that don't come with the game. Not a chance. I would just not even an option. If there's an no, like, if there's it's no like game. PC
2: thing, like mm-hmm. PC games mm-hmm. are still released as collector's editions, but they're just download codes for Steam, and it's the norm in the PC community.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I feel like in
4: ten years.
0: It's yeah, gonna physical
4: no copies, yeah. but we'll probably be out of black collectors edition still. <laughs> sure. And that I and that's totally cool. And I have not knocking anyone who wants to do that, or they like that and they see the value in it, or they like doing that. I just personally as a game collector, primarily, like I would like the game. If I'm buying a physical anything, could I have the game? Everything else is irrelevant to me other than the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care about the statues and the T-shirts and the hats and the like stuff. Like I, that's cool to me, but if it doesn't come with the game, I'm I'm not interested. I would I'd rather have just like, the copy of the game like oh, any any day. And like honestly, there's still games that I just don't buy because they don't release them physically. Like it drives me crazy because I just wait and wait and wait. I'm hoping they'll come out. They just never do. I mean, I break down eventually. Like I bought Beat Saber after like six years of waiting. I'm like, all right, you know what? It's not coming out. I'm just going to get it. And like, And the, like the Horizon VR game they came out with, Like, I'm still blown away that you can't get a physical copy of that game. I'm like, this should be their biggest, like one of their biggest titles on PSVR 2. It's like one of the flagship, like this was what they were going to use to try to sell this thing and they don't even have a physical copy.
2: Just, yeah. what? Crazy, right? it's just... Right? It, it, that's the world that we're in today and it's only going like we're complaining about it today imagine five years down the line imagine 10 years down the line it's
4: it's going to be a lot worse it's not going to be getting better well imagine this sony i own every single physical psvr game that ever came out in all regions and i own four fucking psvr2 games so you decide how you want it to go (laughs) i'm like you don't want my money that's fine dudes like I can go back and buy PS2 games for the rest of time. Like, I don't, that's the thing. Like, I don't, you know, if you're into collecting, you don't have to worry about if it's an all digital future. If you want to keep collecting, you'll be able to collect forever, dude. There's a thousand games for each system out there. Like, there's more games to to buy and to play and to collect and and available now than you'll ever need. So, I don't know. I think um, it's just going to be a generational thing where they're just going to, once it's just be there, like, nope. Everyone under the age of 30 is doing this. They won't care about everybody else. That's what I think. I mean, yeah. you're spot on there, Joe. Um, we'll keep collecting.
2: I'm, I'm happy to go back and collect PS1, 2, 3, PSP, PS Vita games for the rest of my life. You know, There's enough games out there that I could be happy that
4: <laughs> you know, if things stop. I could just play what I own right now and probably never finish. There's no reason, you know, I don't need more games. It's so it's, you know, this hobby is uh, a luxury. It's just for fun. So as soon as it's not fun anymore, and that's that. I mean, you know, whatever, I'll start collecting stamps. If we do go.
2: I do have a little bit of news. And it's a bit of old news, but, um, do you guys are interested, especially your PS3 collectors? Why games have now got the production report for PS3 games? And it's very interesting. Um, You can basically see every game that has a variant that's been submitted. Uh, I was on there last night. Three copies of NBA Elite 11, for example, have gone through. There's plenty of games that haven't been submitted that are out there that are, in my opinion, rare games. There's no Africa in wider games. I found that very interesting, no sealed Africa. Um, Yeah, go and check out the website. It's quite interesting. And um, thanks for watching, everyone. Arsen, you've been an amazing guest, man. Thanks so much for coming on. We'll have to get you back on sometime.
3: Thanks, thanks again for having me here. That was so awesome. I learned so much, and yeah, I will be following this podcast even more. Oh, now. It was really interesting.
4: <laughs> and
2: we'll see you guys someday for another European show. Have a good night, everybody. Hey, bye.
4: Not everybody.
1: You found the coolest place.